Hi, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 144. Today we're going to be talking about budget basics. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone. So today with um, a new year beginning, I thought, you know, a lot of us are probably starting to reassess where we're at in achieving our financial goals and um, just kind of looking to see what we can do better in the upcoming year. So um, I thought it might be a good idea to do a budget basics episode. I have done one um, a while back on creating your first budget. Um, This isn't necessarily for creating your first budget. It can be for someone who is creating their first budget um, or someone who would just like to make some improvements to your current budget. Um, I'm hoping just some of these um, tips will be motivational or um, just kind of get you thinking about your budget again and maybe kind of looking to see what improvements you might be able to make. Um, Because... It's super important to have a budget, and um, I just think it's a good idea to do a budgeting episode every once in a while anyway, and I thought that by um, doing one now with the new year beginning, it might be helpful to some people who are just kind of in that mindset trying to get going, um, getting their budget updated again, or creating one for the first time. So um, I just wanted to talk quickly about some misconceptions about budgeting, just because I thought some of them were kind of funny. I looked up um, online, you know, like what are some common budget misconceptions? And um, one of them, you know, I think is pretty typical that living on a budget means you can't have any fun. Um, That's definitely not true. Uh, Part of your budget should include money for having fun. Um, It's just not taking whatever comes in and going out and having fun with it. There's got to be a a purpose um, for all of your money. And then some of that money would be to have fun with. Um, living on a budget means you're struggling financially. A lot of people sometimes think um, if you're budgeting for things or if you say, oh, well, that's not in my budget, it means that um, you're struggling. It totally does not mean that, and who cares what they think anyway. (laughs) But, um, you know, I would say most people that are living on a budget um, versus others in their same income bracket are doing better than those who are just taking their money and letting it go wherever it goes. When you're living on a budget, that just means that you're managing the money that you have and you're making sure you know where it goes and spending money how you want to spend it. Um, Another common misconception is that you can keep track of your spending in your head and you can kind of think in your mind like about how much you want to spend on things and then just kind of keep track mentally as you're spending money. Um, I've never heard of anyone who did that successfully um, where they weren't actually spending more um, than they thought they were. It's very difficult to keep track of expenses in your head. Um, it's hard to remember what you spent. Um, I'm sure you have all had, you know, where you are going back to record your expenses and you have to think like, wait, what was that for again? I don't remember spending money at that store. And then you have to take time and try and figure it out. Um, cause it's just hard to keep track of all of that in your mind. So, Those are just some common misconceptions about budgeting. Um, But the reasons that it's so important to have a budget is because it helps keep you out of debt 
um, number one, by not allowing you to spend more than you have coming in. And it helps you prioritize um, where you want your money to go and make sure that you have enough for what you really want to spend it on. Um, it also can definitely take away some any any anxiety feelings that you might have about spending money. I know this was huge for me. Um, probably one of the largest benefits I got out of budgeting, other than, of course, um, being able to um, achieve financial goals more easily. Um, but I used to always feel anxious about spending on anything because I never had any idea how much I had available to spend. So whether it was something like a necessity like food or if it was something fun like going out to a movie, anything that I spent money on, I always felt like anxious about it because I didn't know if I had um, how much money I should be spending on it or how much money was then going to be left for other things. And um, just having a budget and having dollars put aside for all those different things and knowing that when I'm spending it, it's okay because I have dollars allocated to this. It just makes it so much um, better and takes away any of those anxiety feelings you might have from spending money because you don't have to worry when you know I have money set aside for this so this is totally fine. I can spend money on this movie or I can spend money on these um, Christmas gifts or whatever it is that you're spending money on. So, and then of course, the most important part of having a budget is because it helps you achieve your financial goals. It helps you see what you have coming in and see what's going out and making sure it's going where you want it to go. So, before you um, start looking at, as far as then starting to put your budget together, before you even start to look at your expenses, um, you first need to really look at what your income is. How much income do you have to work with for the period that you're going to budget for? So you can budget um, weekly, monthly, or annually. It really all depends on how you would like to do it and how far ahead you want to plan for. Um, I do it annually. Um, a lot of people do it monthly. It's really whatever, however you want to get it set up. But when I talk about the budgeting period, um, I'm referring to the amount of time that you're going to cover when you lay out the income coming in and the expenses going out. I'm not referring to how often you would update and track to that budget. That definitely can't be done on a monthly or annual basis. It has to be done more frequently than that. Um, but what I'm referring to is you need to decide what period your initial budget is going to cover that you're going to set up. So for people with a variable income, um, it's best to use um, a month that might be a little bit on the lower end. Um, you might want to look at what's your overall average and then what's maybe a low month and then maybe take an average of the two just to be more on the conservative side because you definitely want to make sure that you have enough income coming in to cover the expenses that you're going to wind up laying out based on that income. So it's better to go a little bit on the lower side and then wind up having a little bit more um, come in than less. So once you have your income laid out and you know exactly what you have um, to use, you want to give every dollar a purpose. So like every dollar of your income that's coming in, you need to know where it's going to go. So first you're going to, of course, start with your most important bills and then work your way down. Um, you want to make sure you have your mortgage or your rent covered, your property taxes, any utility bills you might have to pay, um, gas for your car, auto maintenance, any car registration fees, um, insurance, auto insurance, life insurance, um, food, groceries for yourself, um, food for your pets. Um, then you want to add in things like your cell phone bill, 
any um, medical expenses like set aside, you know, you're going to want to set aside money for doctor co-pays for prescriptions, things like that. Um, if you have a cable bill or Netflix or Disney Plus or anything like that, um, clothing, any memberships, maybe a gym membership or like a Costco membership, um, veterinary bills, uh, you know, uh, your annual uh shots for your pet and then maybe when you when you get the shots you also pay for like I don't know maybe like heartworm and flea and tick medication or things like that birthday gifts um, holiday spending is a big one um, I actually have a separate episode on creating your holiday budget um, if that's something that's interest that interests you it goes into a little bit more detail on how to really get a good holiday budget um, together so that you don't miss things um, so maybe if you felt like you struggled or could have done better with your holiday budget in 2020, maybe you might want to listen to that episode. Um, just just to kind of think about um, what you spent that you didn't maybe plan for and then maybe decide on if you want to continue that way or if you want to just kind of get a better plan together now so that you'll be prepared for next year because you have a whole year now to prepare um, to make sure that when next year comes you have your budget in place and you have the fund set aside um, for whatever spending you're going to be doing at that time. You also, of course, want to include in your budget money for fun activities or things you might like to do, um, maybe going out to eat, getting a drink at Starbucks, going to see a movie, anything like that. Whatever fun things you like to do, you definitely want to have um, some dollars set aside for that. Um, you also want to make sure that you allocate an amount to put aside um, a proportional amount for any irregular expenses. Um, some of these are some of the items that I already talked about, like any annual renewal fees. Maybe you are a member of Costco, or maybe you have a Prime membership, or anything like that where once a month, I'm sorry, once a year, you're going to get a charge for that renewal. Um, annual uh, checkups for, the, for your pets. Um, birthday gifts, that's not like an annual expense, but it's a regular. They, they come at various times throughout the year. And then holiday spending, like I mentioned also. So you want to take out of your weekly or monthly budget, however you're doing your budget, a proportionate amount to set aside for when those things come up. So I use sinking funds for that. So I'll have like a certain dollar amount that'll be set aside each week that might be for like when my Amazon um, renews each year or for when the vet, when I'm gonna, I know I'm going to have to take the um, pets to the vet um, or for birthday gifts. I have a separate amount that I set aside each week and it's identified separately in a sinking fund saved up for those types of expenses. Um, did, I don't know if I just said this already, but I do have a separate episode on sinking funds that goes into more detail on how to manage those. But um, sinking funds are probably um, the best way that I've been able to manage my irregular expenses and really keep a handle on them because it really um, makes a huge difference by making sure you're taking that money out each week um, or each month to make sure you set it aside for those items because what used to always happen to me in the past is I think I'd have this great budget together and then all of a sudden um, I'd have that you know annual renewal fee that would come up and it'd be say $100 or something and I'd be like oh my gosh well I don't have $100 in this week's budget because I it was supposed to go for all these other things and then now I'd be over and then I'd be trying to catch up and then the next 
you know, maybe three weeks later, we'd have like a birthday party that we had to go to. And I'd be like, okay, where am I getting this money from? So by thinking of all those things in advance and making sure money set aside every week or every month to cover those things makes a huge difference in being able to manage your expenses. So just really think through all of those items and make sure that you're setting aside for them. And you're going to miss things. I mean, you, you'll just be adjusting as you go along and making your budget better and better over time. And then, of course, make sure to identify the amounts that you're going to be putting to debt payments or putting to savings. So, um, and, and this is usually where um, any extra dollars that might come in are going to go as well. Um, you know, if you have, I mean, you would make that decision depending on where you're at. Um, with your goals as far as savings or debt payments or things like that. But maybe you might say, okay, if I have anything, um, if our income winds up being a little bit higher, you want to already have a plan where it's going to go. So say if we get an extra $100, maybe you're going to take um, $25 of it and put it towards extra fund spending, and maybe you're going to put 50 of it towards debt, and maybe you're going to put $25 to savings. However you're going to wind up allocating, you just want to have a plan in advance for any extra money that might come in, um, where it's going to go, what category it's going to get allocated to. And then once you once the um, month or period, whatever you're going to do um, weekly or monthly, um, you're going to want to track. Well, okay. I definitely recommend tracking weekly, but if you're going to do it monthly, that's, you know, it's up to you. However much time you have and however much spending you do is going to dictate um, how often you want to update your um, budget to track your expenses. But you're going to need some type of tracking mechanism, either using a spreadsheet or a budget app or a pad and paper. Um, not a pad and paper, a pen and paper or a pencil and paper. Um, you have to record your expenses and determine how your actual expenses compare to your budget. I definitely re recommend doing this at least weekly. Um, I actually usually do it a couple times during the week and especially as soon as I come back from spending money. Like say if we go out to Target and we have to pick up a few things. As soon as I get back, I'll sit down and I'll record that expense right then. Because there's so many times you might buy something and completely forget what it is, even by the time you get back from the store, if you bought several things. Um, like I'll look at the receipt and um, we, like we, we made a, we bought some things at Kohl's a few weeks ago, a while back actually, maybe a month ago or so when we, we as we were uh, buying um, Christmas gifts. And I'm like, you know, looking at the receipt and I'm saying, okay, this was for this person's gift and this was for this person's gift. And I'm like plotting out everything against the holiday budget um, so that I make sure I record exactly what I spent on each thing so that I know how much I have left to spend. And I'm looking at this one item and I cannot figure out what, what it is. And I'm like looking at it and looking at it. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck that was. So I went downstairs and I went through the bag and because um, I had kind of stuck it all downstairs with our other gifts that we purchased. And it turns out that it was these um, dog uh, toys that we bought for the dogs for, for Christmas. But I totally forgot. Like we had done so many other things that I just completely forgot that we got those. And I could not remember like what this other expense was. And that definitely can happen. I mean, by the time you get home, especially if you're doing a lot of shopping, you get home, you forget some of the items that you just purchased. And then it's hard to track them appropriately. So... I definitely recommend doing it as frequently as you can, but at least weekly. And then you want to, as, as you record your expenses against the budget, um, you're going to find out, like, 
most people, probably the actual um, isn't always matching up as you thought it would. would. Um, so you want, that's when you start like adjusting. That's when you start looking to say, okay, well, did I need to spend that much? Or should I have really kept in mind that I only had maybe $20 to spend on this category and I, and I spent more than that without really um, looking at it harder and saying, like, could I really um, adjust my spending to come in at this amount? Or um, is your budget too low? If you're, if you're spending $150 a week on groceries, like with really pulling in tight and making sure that you're spending as little as possible and you budgeted $100, well, you're never going to get to 100. You're going to have to adjust somewhere else. Um, you're going to have to bring something else down to be able to make sure you can cover that expense. You, you don't want to continually budget less than you're actually spending if you can't realistically get down to that level. So just make sure that you know that every dollar needs to be accounted for. So if you need to increase your budget in one line, you're going to have to decrease it somewhere else. You ideally want to try and be able to cut another expense if possible and not reduce the amounts that you're putting to debt or savings um, deposits. Um, but, you, you know, if it's if that's where you have to go, that's where you have to go. But you want to try and cut another expense somewhere if possible if you need to increase another expense. Um, and then based on what you found after you tracked your expenses, that's when you can start working on adjusting your budget for future periods. Uh, you know, it takes practice and a lot of tweaking, um, but if you just keep working at it over time and not letting yourself get discouraged, just keep adjusting it and perfecting it, you will definitely get to a point where your budget really works for you and you're really in control of where your money goes and knowing where it's going and not having that feeling at the end of the month like, oh, I made all this money. Like, where did it go? I don't even know what happened to it. Even if you're not able to save as much as you want or put as much money to debt as you want, just knowing where your money went and knowing it didn't just get spent without any um, control over it, it's still going to make you feel much better um, in a much better position. Like you'll, you'll at least know that, okay, yeah, well, I didn't get to put as much um, to debt or to savings as I wanted to. But I know it was all put to a good use. It didn't just go get spent wherever it happened to end up. Um, so just some other random tips. Um, like I said before, definitely don't wait until the end of the month to find out that you came in over budget. It's the worst feeling um, when you come to the end of the month and find out like you totally blew your budget on these various um spending categories. So, you know, some some common items that can cause you to go over budget are things like those things that you don't really plan specifically for um, as far as like regular monthly payments, but, you know, eating out, buying clothes, going to the movies, all those kinds of things that you might just kind of go do on a whim. So before you go out to spend money um, on one of those types of categories, make sure to check your budget before you leave the house. Um, if you if you already used up all your budgeted money to go out to the movies and you don't want to go out to the movies unless you have a budget category that you can pull from somewhere else or if you have um, $30 left to go out for lunch, you're not going to want to go to an expensive restaurant. Like You can make that decision before you go out um, to see how much money you have left because a lot of times we think we have more money remaining in the budget than we actually do. So just by taking a quick look before you go out and seeing how much you have left can really help you um, stick to your budget. And then make sure as soon as you get back, you record that purchase as soon as you possibly can.
because that way the next time you're going to go out and spend money in that way again, you can take a look and see um, how much you have left and it'll be a good number because you'll know you updated it for the last time you spent money in that category. Um, if you can, use some type of mechanism to track your expenses as you go along. Um, it'll take it'll take time, but you'll definitely start to think more about what you're spending and you'll and you'll start to have a better mental note of how you're doing against your budget. Also, um, another tip is that if you can try and predict anything out of the nor- out of the ordinary that might be coming up like this week, um, that might cost money that you might need to hold back on something else to cover. Um, you know, just something as simple as, I, I'm not talking about like those um, sinking fund type expenses we talked about necessarily, but more something like maybe this week you're going to go visit family and you might wind up needing to get more gas for your car. Or maybe you might have some company coming over and you might need to purchase more groceries or order in food or anything like that that's completely out of the ordinary. That way you can plan for it and see where you might be able to cut back elsewhere to cover those expenses. That has really helped um, a lot in me uh, managing my expenses. And most importantly, don't give up. It takes a lot of time um, to get the budget down and really get it perfected. Um, But just by doing it, you're already making an improvement. And the more you can just work at it and keep improving it over time, it's really going to make you feel much more in control and you'll see that you're, you'll be able to see that you're making progress each month, um, you know, with your budget and with your finances and you'll feel really good about having control over where your money's going. So that's it for today. Um, if you have any feedback or you'd like to reach out to me for any reason, you could reach me at facebook.com slash Lola's Frugal Life. Um, I also have a private listeners group that I would love for you to join. You can find that at facebook.com slash groups slash Lola's Frugal Life. And uh, just submit a request to join. I check it pretty much every day. And uh, I would love to have you. So also don't forget to subscribe. And if you would be um, kind enough to leave me a five-star rating, that would be really, really appreciated. It's supposed to um, really help with um, where the show comes up in search results so other people can find it. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a really awesome day.